Snacks lives on the ethos that it doesn't take much to be kind, and the more people encouraged to make a simple gesture, the better, stronger, and more hospitable the world will become for everyone. The major snack brand is on a long-term quest to tackle racial prejudice and bias, and has created its diversity, equity, and inclusion action team, led by Keisha Bell Brown as chair. Under this initiative, the snack brand hosted a Shark Tank-style business pitch challenge for the students of HBCU Florida A&M University and North Carolina A&T State University to see how the future generation puts a face to modern business. Three teams won funding and the eligibility to enroll in Kind's internship program with exclusive access to Kind's job network. We speak to Keisha Bell Brown to get an update on Kind's DEI journey and how it is inspiring others to follow suit. Kinds DEI team and what DEI actually stands for? Sure. So uh, DEI stands for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Right. And uh, I don't know, I believe we started last year and I want to say it was something that was really kind of organic. We started in June of 2020. It was developed and improved and implemented uh, in June of 2020. And we started really... It was really a grassroots kind of thing. And what I mean by that, and I said organic as well, because it was basically uh, out of frustration and um, pain and and hurt and all of and seeing all of the things that were that were were transpiring here in our country. Right. And Mm so we also, you know, there was a need or we felt there was a need for us as a company to do more. Like we could do more. We could help. We could we could try to do things um, to help um, advance our culture, our organization. And what could we do as a country? So it was very kind of organic. Uh, it literally was an email I sent to our founder on a Saturday afternoon. And it was I was just sitting at home like we, we have to do something. Um, and in the midst of that, I was trading text messages with a couple of our other uh, our other folks. And it was just like it started literally from an email and it became um, this bigger conversation that we were having in terms of that we needed to have, quite honestly. Um, right. And so, you know, I, I think um, most great things start from nothing. And that's where we started. For those that are not in the know, can you tell me a little bit more about Kind? Sure. So. Kind uh, is a company we we make um, snacks, snack bars. Uh, we're known for having products um, and uh, bars uh, with ingredients that you can see and pronounce. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, and that's where we started. I've been with the company for ten years. When I started, we were a small startup company. No one really knew who Kind was, but our snacks have kind of taken over. I would say, and everyone loves them. Loves them. I don't think there's a person you could give a Kind bar to and they won't smile and say, "Oh my God, I know this and I love it." And yes. that brings me great joy. Um, but we've been around for um, I don't know, seventeen years now. Is it Bridget? Two thousand four. Two thousand and four. Great. So we've been making healthy snacks. Um, for 17 years now, and we have a granola, we have granola, we have Kind bars, um, and we have other products that are all very nutritious and and um, nutrient dense. 
What has the KIND team achieved thus far under its DEI initiative? So I think there's been, um, there's been a few things that we are very proud of. Uh, I think in a very short period of time, because as I mentioned, DEI was developed and, and implemented in June of 2020. And so from, you know, going from June of 2020 to now, you know, October 2021, um, obviously it's been a little over a year. There's been quite a number of initiatives. So the first thing was, um, one, is to take the temperature and pulse of our internal team, right? And so, and, and so understand what the team is thinking, how the teams are feeling, and how we're doing as an organization. So the first thing we needed to do was hold the camera up to ourselves, right? So that's one, to understand where there were gaps and where, 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 where there were opportunities. Secondly, is to continue to partner um, with external organizations. So in the past, and Bridget probably could speak in depth to this more, more so than me, but we had partnered with organizations like Ali Forney um, and some other organizations I can't think of at the top of my head, where we've done some sporadic, I would say, partnering, where we donated time, donated money. And now I think it's more intentional. So how do we um, deepen our relationships with these organizations? And it's not just about giving money, but it's about giving time and really helping to drive change and really helping to support where we can. So I think that's the secondary thing that came out of this. And even bringing them internally. I mean, there's a lot of people that are not educated on a lot of the organizations and what they do and how we as, as citizens um, can really help. So that's the second thing. Um, the third thing is um, with this HBCU partnership, this was a pretty this is a pretty big deal for us. Um, mm-hmm. Kind had never partnered with any universities in the past, um, had never donated to any universities. Uh, although we had some collegiate uh, campus representation on our field marketing team, but we really, we didn't really uh, donate or participate or adopt. We had none of that. So that was like a pretty big deal. And then I would say the last thing that I am, um, that I think I'm super proud about is um, how we connect with our internal team to bring people together to understand what makes us different, but what also makes us uh, alike. You know, the common shared um, things that we all have in common and how we help to support each other. A good example of that is our Asian community suffered uh, a lot this year um, mm-hmm. with Asian hate. And so we brought that team together and it really brought a better understanding of the struggles uh, culturally, um, that our Asian team members were were going through, um, and how we could better support them. Can you tell me a little bit more about Kind's investment in HBCUs? Sure. So we, um, when we when we started, um, and we started to talk about, you know, how we wanted to make an impact. One of the things, obviously, that that was top of mind with one of our um, one of the leads on the DEI team said, you know, we should really start supporting these these um, HBCUs. And, and I thought, well, what would that look like, right? And so it's easy to give money and throw money at things. That is right. never the kind way. That's not what we wanted to do. I'm like, well, we need to go deeper. So let's talk about what that would look like. So the first was a $300,000 donation right. um, was really the start. So it would be um, split between two colleges, right? And then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so what else could we do? And then we came up with the idea to adopt them, meaning that we would offer an opportunity to both donate to the school, donate to the students, as in scholarships, and then um, also give them an opportunity to 
um, also have an opportunity to mentor the students, to give them uh, internship opportunities of that kind. And I think the next piece of that, which we will talk about for next year, is how do we get them not only an internship opportunity, but maybe a co-op opportunity um, and continue to help give them support as, as they transition and they complete undergrad and they're moving on into the workforce. How did KIND select the two universities under this initiative? Really not complicated at all. We had um, one of our team members that uh, was, uh, or her kids were actually alumni uh, from both of the schools. And we, and she had a connection with both of the schools and really was the one that, you know, um, did the heavy lifting because we had no idea how to start this. We just knew we wanted to do it. And so um, one of our one of our team members reached out and started talking to them and having conversations with the with the schools. And the more we learned about the schools, the more we were like, this is something that we really want to be a part of. And we want to give our team an opportunity to help um, to help drive some of this, some of the initiatives around mentoring um, and internships. Can you tell me a bit more about the business pitch challenge? So, yeah, we were calling it the perfect pitch challenge. And really what it is, is it is an offshoot of Shark Tank. So Daniel Lebetsky, who is our founder, is on right. Shark Tank. And so we thought, well, this would be pretty cool if we conducted like a Shark Tank-like um, case study and competition with the kids. Um, and we basically gave them a couple of business problems to solve. We said, you know, uh, for one, think about how you would solve um, for a service issue. Um, and think about how um, you would further the business. Is there something that we're missing? Is there a way that we could grow the business? So think about a couple of <clears throat> opportunities for us um, as kind to grow. Like what direction would you take us in? Would you create another bar? Would you create a completely different platform? Is there something that we're, we're missing that you could solve for? Right. And so they took that challenge, I would say, and they absolutely killed it. We were um, blown away by some of what came back from the students. And in setting up that challenge, we gave them access to our internal team. So we scheduled mentor, kind of um, an hour mentor session with each team. Um, there were five of them. Uh, and each team had about, uh, I want to say, three students on it. And we said, go, you know, we're going to allow you time with the kind internal team to help you build your, your case. Uh, and so ask all the questions that you would like to ask. You have an hour, you can spend, you can have up to two sessions um, and then start to put together what your what your business case would be. Fantastic. So are these uh, challenges, are they going to eventually evolve into a new product for Kind or is it going to be a completely new offshoot startup? So um, it's interesting. The ideas that they came up with, it's interesting because they're all Gen Z, right? So their view of the world is so different. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we had never thought about before. Like a lot of things that they brought out, like, oh, that's interesting. Um, so I think it would be uh, not, a, not a new business, but maybe a new product or um, further expanding in an area like for us, like e-com, for example. Um, we do, we have an e-com business today. They brought to the table some ideas on how we could take that in a different direction, uh, and which I think is very meaningful. So the next steps in this whole thing would be for us to actually bring uh, the winning team in, and, and I'd actually like them to present to some of our team members, if not the entire organization. Getting back to the DEI initiative, what are the goals? There's a, there's a couple of goals, right? So one is um, 
how do we at Kind make sure that everyone, um, that our, our internal team is diverse, right? And that everyone feels seen, everyone feels heard, and we're giving opportunities um, to all team members. So that's mm-hmm. one. So one is, you, you know, like I said, you hold the mirror up to yourself. You know, what are you doing good? What could you do better? Because you could always do better. Right. The second is, how do we, as citizens, how do we help um, our fellow Americans? Where do we need to, where do we need to focus externally, right? And so where can we add, where can we provide support? Um, where do we pitch in? Where do we, you know, kind, I, I used to say, you know, we can't be called kind, but yet we're not doing anything <laughs> to be kinder um, mm-hmm. uh, in society. So where do we fit in there? So that's the second bit of it. And then I would say um, the third um, is to continue. And I think it's, and maybe it's just two, I don't know. Maybe it's just two because it's all encompassing is how do we continue to bring talent into the organization um, that is, uh, and continue to feed a diverse organization. Can you tell me a little bit more about the team? Sure. So, Um, We have about, so we're about 350 people at KIND, and I'd say about 10% of them are on DEI. So we have about 30, 35 people that are um, a part of our DEI team. Um, But we also offer opportunities for other team members to participate across the organization. So it's not like, you know, it's just this little team. We we offer plenty of opportunities for people to participate where they they want to, where they they feel comfortable. Uh, We have uh, me as a chair, and then we have what we call, we have three pillars, right? And our three pillars land in community and philanthropy, um, team engagement, and business development. And within those three pillars, we also have communication. Um, folks from the communications area help us in the communications just to make sure that we, we are framing up the right message and we're getting out the message in the right way. Yeah, so team engagement, just to give you a little bit about that, would cover internal, um, internal team members, right? So it's a cross-section, cross-functional team um, of, all, of different individuals, all levels, and it's about five or six people, uh, maybe a little bit more now, where we kind of just talk through the different initiatives of an organization. And, and people have an opportunity to weigh in on opinions, to drive some changes in how we engage in the organization, work with our human resources team on training um, and development. And so um, that's one pillar. And then on the business development side, which is where the HBCU actually, uh, the HBCU initiative actually lives. It's more of how do we make sure we have um, diverse packaging suppliers? How do we make sure um, that as a business, everything we do um, represents some level of diversity, equity, and inclusion? And where do we have opportunities to improve that? And then the last piece on community and philanthropy is working with um, social uh, justice organizations um, and making sure that we are participating in that and supporting them where we can and offering up opportunities for team members to volunteer and also bringing them in to educate the team because that's a big part of it. It's to continue to educate the team uh, yeah. on various DEI things. What impact has the pandemic had on the initiative? Uh, it's actually, I think, brought us closer because uh, it's forced us to, um, in a way, I hate to say this, but the pandemic had everyone at home. And so mm-hmm. with everyone being at home and kind of sitting still, um, I think, and for our mental health and just our health in general, I think it's actually been great because we've been able to have different organizations come in, talk to the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's been different team engagement activities. 
And so I think those have been really important from an educational standpoint, um, but also just to hear what's going on in the world and not just be stuck in your little bubble of being at home, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, you know that that you know could could take a toll on you. So I think it's been uh, great for us. What's next for Kinds DEI mission? Oh man, so much more. Um, I would say, so one is, you know, with, 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 with the FAMU um, and the HBCU initiative this year, we are super excited about expanding that next year. Don't know that we'll go beyond, you know, two schools, but I'm hoping that um, we can do more in the adoption phase and we can, uh, we can add more money to the budget for that. So we're talking that all of that through. And I think we want to continue to work with our leadership team on opportunities to expand DEI. Um, mm-hmm. from a leadership perspective. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And we're, we're in the midst of just now planning, believe it or not, because, um, you know, everyone has an, an additional role besides this one, but we're in the middle of planning next year and beyond. And we're actually looking to expand DEI and we're looking out at three to five years, what it will look like and how it could be global. Um, and so there's just, there's just so much that we want to get done. Do you think this will inspire others to follow suit? I mean, I sure hope so. I really, really hope so because it's it's such a um, once you get into it, um, you know, this is not something that I do by, by trade, right? So I work in uh, normally I'm a part of the supply chain organization and took this on, but it's so meaningful. It's really meaningful work because once you realize how you could potentially how you could help people and how you could change the landscape. Um, of an organization um, and how you could educate people. Um, it just, you know, I mean, there's nothing like it. I really enjoy it. And I think there's a lot more work to be done. I can certainly hear your passion behind this mission that you've taken on. What are the other ways that uh, you're inspiring your team members to live the kind way? I hope they are. I mean, everyone seems to be um, really I've gotten such great feedback from team members about just feeling like they're seen, right? And because um, they feel that there's someone that that has their back or there's a team that's thinking about them. Um, And these are people that would generally not speak up. And so Mm -hmm. um, that means means a lot to me. But I I really ask people to think beyond themselves, um, to be open to furthering education around different cultures that we have um, that are maybe not as seen as others are. And just to be kind to people, it doesn't take much to be kind. Um, in the midst of our crazy days and our crazy lives, it doesn't take much to smile at someone and say hello and offer a kind gesture. I think if more people did that every day, we'd be a much better, we'd be in a much better place. <laughs> Absolutely. Beyond the HBCU community, are there any other communities that uh, you're hoping the initiative will touch? Yes, for sure. So we did not want to limit our DEI efforts to um, just, I'll just say the black community, right? And so Mm -hmm. LBGTQ is a big one, which we've always participated. um, Actually, I would say um, the last five years or so, we've been partnering with Ali Forney in that area. Um, that's one. The Asian community is another. Um, and I, I just think that there's there's opportunities. So one of the things that we are really interested in is employee resource groups. Um, and so I think 
that gives us a kind of a vision into other communities as well. And so that's what I mean. We would like to expand a little further um, or a lot further to make sure we're, we're definitely being inclusive.